0: what is going on everybody and welcome back to the hot takes podcast i want to thank everybody for tuning in right now i got a special guest here today a good friend of mine known for a while named caleb go ahead introduce yourself tell us what you know a little bit about yourself
1: all right so like dan said i'm caleb last name to anger like when you're mad um i love basketball so i was pretty excited that dan asked me to do this and i know it's just the first episode might not have that many viewers but you know when he has a million viewers he can look back and you know see where he came from i um i met dan a while ago actually on xbox and kind of from there uh we we talk every day and um i played basketball in school i also played basketball division 2 in college and like since then i've just i just love i still love basketball i watch the nba every night i keep up with stats um So I don't know. We'll see what Dan will throw at me and see if I can come up with some good takes.
0: No, and that's that's exactly the reason why I brought him on, because I am interested to see what he thinks. I know he's a huge basketball fan. He's going to really like uh, some of the topics. We are going to talk about the Celtics trade. I know he's been bugging about that since he saw it happen. Big Celtics fan. Big Celtics fan. Right. Big Celtics fan. So I know he's bugging about it. But first, I want to talk about Russell Westbrook. So, Lakers didn't trade him. Right. So, I want to pull something up. You can see on my screen here, I got some stats here. These are Russell Westbrook's stats. So, I want to make make out a point. Look at his season stats. This season, he's averaging 18, 8, and 7. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody's looking at this right here, right? Everybody's looking at... Got pull this over just a little bit. Everybody's looking at that right there, right? Those turnovers. So yeah, yeah, he's averaging four. He's averaging four. He's been averaging four his whole career. Basically, until like two thousand until two thousand fifteen, he's been averaging three his whole career. So like, why now does that all of a sudden matter?
1: Um, I think. Okay, this is what I think about Russell Westbrook. Yes, I think this is his worst year in a while. And yes, his stats are a little bit down. But one, if you go back up to the stats, he's averaging 18, 7, and 7. That's still, let's think about it. I'm a Celtics fan. If my third best player was averaging 18, 7, and 7, we would have a much better record than we do now. Right, right. Yeah. He's averaging four turnovers. 18. Yeah, 8, and 7 um another thing i want to say about westbrook is shoot what was i going to say um yeah people say shooting bad i'm looking at the stats over here he's shooting about the same as his career for three around 30 percent. he's never been a good three-point shooter um and i think that the reason he's getting so much hate is because he's at, he's on the lakers now and it's on lebron's team and like uh if you're on the lakers it's automatically like the spotlight is on you no matter what you do so like For example even if lebron wasn't even on the lakers it would be like it's just one of those teams it's like lakers cowboys yankees in their respective sports it's just if you're on one of those teams you're held to a higher standard and it sucks but like that's just like the nature of the beast and throwing in lebron on top of that anything even lebron does wrong is going to be put on russell westbrook just because it's lebron so I'm not even, like, a huge Russell Westbrook fan, but I don't really like seeing some of the hate that he's getting just because right. his stats aren't that bad. And, yes, he's down, but he's also – how old is he? Right,
0: 33
1: years old. Like, he's getting up there in age. He's going to have to get worse eventually. Like, not everyone can right. be like LeBron and be amazing till they're 50. So, I, I don't know. That's how I feel right now about Westbrook. And, yes, he's screwed up a couple games, but he's also playing with two other stars, and it takes a while to get used to it.
0: Right. And so I dug a little deeper into it because I got, you know, a little interested with the trade line that came up and I looked at it from January 23rd to 30th, like the last week, if you look at his last stretch of games, I don't have these stats pulled up, but if you look at his last stretch of games and you average all the points together, did the math. He averaged 22, six and six last week in the last seven games he played. Now Mm -hmm. if you're with four turnovers, yes. So 22, six, six, four turnovers. Yes, the four turnovers. Yeah, you could, I guess, argue, hey, he had four turnovers. That's awful. There are still other people on the team getting that same turnovers. The team itself probably has what, like 12 turnovers? Yes, for his, but you get what I'm saying? So 22, 6 and 6 in seven games. And you're still going to sit here and say he's not a good fit for the Lakers. He's bad. He's not living up to his potential. 22, 6 and 6 and going like what, 77% from the free throw line? He's doing his job. He's never been a shooter his whole career. When he was on OKC, nobody complained. He drove to the basket, went to the free throw line. Everybody loved him. He's doing exactly that now. And everybody doesn't like it.
1: I feel like um, a lot of the Russell Westbrook hate and, like, people all of a sudden, like, coming out hating him is because of social media. Like... I've seen so many videos of him, like, you know, the little mid-range pull he does where he like, right, like yeah, he used to bank it in and not hitting the top of the backboard or airballing. Yeah, it. yeah, like, no, yeah,
0: they're all making fun of him now on the Lakers. And stuff. I looked
1: yeah. up a couple of those videos, like, like those nights, and like one of the times I saw he hit the top of the backboard, he only missed like four shots, so I'm like... Right, so you're taking wanna-
0: that one shot out of perspective. From a right. And game I get it.
1: I get it. Like, he shouldn't be airballing or doing that. Like, but he is getting old and like like dude, people mess up like he's a human. So I don't know. I, I don't really like all the hate coming from him. I'm not even a big Westbrook fan. But uh, yes, he could be playing way better, but I don't think he's playing as bad as people actually think so. Right, that's, that's my opinion.
0: I like the fact that they kept him. I still think that, that team, once they finally figure out everything, once they figure everything out, basically, I think it's still going to be a great team. This is going to be scary. It for sure. always
1: gets better as the year goes on, too.
0: Always, always. Playoff Ross will always be disgusting, and you know that's where they're going to take him. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's going on. I like that. I like I like that discussion. Let us know down in the comments below. Let us know, do you guys think they should have traded him? Should they have kept him? You guys can see the stats right here. I, we're both in so I think he should have stayed. And that's what he did. Uh, moving on, take two. This is where I think you're going to get some fun out of it. Now we're talking trades. I know I, know I said we we're going to talk about the Celtics a little bit, but I want to save that because I know that's going to be the most exciting. So I think the biggest one we all know, the biggest one right now, Celt or not Celtics, sorry, Sixers and Nets. Big trade, uh-huh. right? James Harden, Ben Simmons. And I'll ask you, who do you think won that trade?
1: I think, okay, here, here, you might begin your first take ever from your guest, ever, right <laughs> here, Dan. I think that the Nets won the trade, and I think that they won it, and it wasn't even close. Not even close. I, I, okay. You know me then talk about me all the time. I don't like Ben Simmons, but right. you never know how good he can be. Like he's still gonna be an all star player when he starts playing. And I think I was telling you this the other day, I think Ste um Seth Curry is like one of the most underrated players in the league and he's gonna oh, compliment agree. um Irving when he plays and Kevin Durant and uh he, he already has played well with Simmons in the past. So he no matter what team Seth is on, he compliments them so well. Very well. Great. He can, he can come shooters. off screens with MB and um pick and pop. Or he right. can create his own shot off the off the bench too. So I don't know. I, I love what the Nets did. And Harden, I feel like it's gonna take here's how I feel about Harden. So he commits to where he's playing for like three months, and then you see how he really feels about that team. Right. Like like the nets like everyone loved the nets he loved the nets like when they first joined they all came together the bit those big three went 13 and three but like after stuff started happening Kyrie didn't play kd got injured and all this stuff right so yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if the if the sixers have a way better record than the nets the first like 10 games that they all play but like once everybody gets comfortable and like God forbid, but let's say like Embiid gets injured or something, it's gonna like who knows how right. Harden's going to react. So that's, that's, I think that's the Nets will be better long-term.
0: No, and it's, it's interesting to hear you say that because I think the whole podcast might get a little bit of hate here because these might be the only two takes we get. I also agree. I think the Nets won to trade. I don't think there's a moment where, yes, obviously there's issues with Ben Simmons. With him not clearly a, a, afraid to shoot the ball. I don't like that's the take everybody's yeah. getting. I don't understand it. I haven't dug enough into that. I don't understand a little bit about that. But if you look at Ben Simmons outside of that, right? Look at young a little bit younger Ben Simmons when he first got into the league, prime example, popping off, looking like just a big Russell Westbrook, right? Driving to the basket, dunking, getting to the free throw line. And th- that was it.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: and he, he's always been, he, been right, been consistent. Uh, he's always been done it, he's always gotten to the line, he's always made it. Yeah, he can't shoot, but again, I it's another comparison to Russell Westbrook. But the same scenario, you have somebody who is driving to the basket, basically just being a dominant big man, but everybody has an issue with it. Where I think
1: that even when he's not shooting the ball, he's still like last year. Last year, everyone hated him. He was number two in voting for Defensive Player of the Year. And I think that's going to help the Nets out a lot, too, because Kyrie is a good defender, and Seth Curry is a decent defender. But, like, other than, obviously, like, um, those two in their – like, out of their guards, like, that's really all they got for defense. And Simmons – Simmons is going to be big in a playoff series, I think, if you can put him on the other team's best guard. And and then you have KD, like – how much does Simmons even need to shoot when you have KD? So right, no, of know. course,
0: and Kyrie it. on top of that.
1: So I think it's, right, no, so that's why I think it'll be a great fit. Um, yeah.
0: The other reason I think the Sixers lost the trade is I see James Harden is in like a almost like a Jimmy Butler scenario, where like yeah he fits for now, but like there's no you're building around Embiid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. know, if I don't know how hard to build that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to be interested to see. Um, so real yeah. next one, we're going to jump right into it. Next take, really amazing take here. The CJ McCollum trade. Huge, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this frees up cap space, right? I'm assuming now with trading CJ C. McCollum now proving that they're just going to build around Dame Lillard. They don't care about that duo. You know what I mean? I think that's the goal here. I like obviously that's got to be the goal here. Build around Damian Lillard because that frees up a lot of cap space in every single trade that they've done. And so I
1: mean, what do you what do you think? CJ McCollum to the Pelicans? How do you think that's going to fit? Um I don't know. I mean, the Pelicans are in a lot of trouble. I don't really want to we don't have to talk about Zion because we'll be talking for 4 hours like I actually really like him and I don't like all the hate he gets either. Like, I hope he can come back and play and he'll obviously help them like an insane amount. I don't, know, I think CJ will be all right over there. They just need, they just got a lot of, a lot of stuff to figure out. But like, on the Blazers side, I got another probably hotter take for you. I think, I'm going to say right I think Dame's gone next year. I think Dame's gone next year. That's what he's, he's called. Yeah. And I'll
0: awesome. give you my
1: reasoning why. I want to um, hear you. So they have, I don't know, I'm sure, yeah, you know who he is. But I've been looking into Anthony Simons a lot and they they drafted him 20, I think 2019. He was super young when they drafted him. He was like a year out of high school. uh, I think he went to IMG and um, he's just been like coming into his own lately. And him and Dame are really similar in the way they play. And all the other moves they're making are towards like younger assets that like can build around Simons, and dame doesn't even like seem like he wants to be there in general, so I could see either dame signing oh, wait, let me look up uh you said you said anfree Simons Anfree Simons, yeah, yeah, okay, I could see them dame asking for a trade and then getting a decent big man or a like a couple other assets just to start off young again, like a couple of teams are doing now. Like the Pacers, I really like the Pacers moves too.
0: Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking at this dude's stats. No, you're not wrong. Last couple of games, 23, 27, 21, 29. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can get these guys. I want I like what he's talking here, guys. I wanna see if I can pull this up. See what I can get up going up here.
1: Uh, I just don't like well, while You do that, I'll I'll talk a little bit more. Yeah. I don't really like how. You know, I love Dame, but, like, I don't think he – I think the Blazers just need to, like, admit that they're not going to win a chip or anything with Dame unless they get, like, another star, which I don't think they'll do. So I think they should just go into rebuilding and maybe get Dame – like, get some draft picks and a good, like, young big for Simons around around uh, around the team because, like, if it's just Dame and a bunch of, like, bench players and Simons, like, what are you doing – like okay, you'll get the eighth seed, but, like, what does that even mean, you know?
0: Right. And then that also goes to show a lot, too, where maybe not necessarily C.J. McCollum, but, yes, C.J. McCollum, how much was he really holding the Blazers back from being able to progress or take that next step? Because think about it, his his contract was huge. Like, his and Dame's combined was a massive contract. Right. So, how – you know, maybe that was more beneficial. Maybe that's the way they saw it. Hey, free this money up. Show Dame that we're going to sign a big man, sign a power forward, maybe even sign a small forward to give him the help. And then, you know, maybe that's going to try and entice him to keep him. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. I also don't disagree that he doesn't like being there, or at least he has some sort of disgust with how the team's been handling the situation. Yeah. Um, so I do agree with that. I, it's interesting. going to be interesting to see where he goes. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm definitely. I don't know if it'll be this off season, or maybe before the off season if he announces something. I don't know. Um, but no, looking at these right now. No, you're not wrong. Look at this. So 30, around what? 35 minutes of play on average, and we're looking at 23, 27, 21, eight, eight against. So I mean, but look at the teams he's scoring against too. These are huge games. Dude, dude. And
1: he's- He's 22 years old too.
0: Right. So 22 years old, six foot four, six foot nine, nine wingspan. So, dude's tall and long for a point guard. And look at, like I'm saying, look at these stats, bro. Three pointers. You know, he's a little all over the place, but like we said, he's 22. Field goal percentage, like about.
1: It's pretty good.
0: 30, yeah, 40%, which isn't bad. Again, he's also coming off the bench, right, because of CJ McCollingham and Damian Lillard. So, doing these stats, either coming off the bench or st- – well, starting for most games, obviously, right here, because 30 minutes, but not a regular starter, 29 minutes. That's his stats right there. If Damian Lillard does leave, I don't see that they don't have a solid replacement. <laughs>
1: um,
0: all right. So, talked about Portland. Um, you know, I was, we were going to talk about the Kings, but I think we are going to go and talk about the Celtics. I know we've been waiting for that one, waiting for your takes. Um, so the Celtics, let's go look at these real quick. Let me pull these up. I don't have them on screen,
1: unfortunately, got them off to the side, but let's, let's take a look here. You want me to, you want me to talk while you, uh, yeah. So, I mean,
0: you got, you obviously know what's going on. Um, yeah. The Celtics trade. Here we go. So your first so, your first acquirement. Dennis Schroeder, Ennis Freedom, Bruno Fernando for Daniel Theus. All of that, all of that for Daniel Theus.
1: I what's I on? think that they did it to well, Schroeder's contract wasn't huge, but it's obviously
0: uh, 5.8 million, and he wasn't even on. I think that was what
1: maybe one year. Yeah, well, he signed – he's been there for – yeah, yeah, he signed a one. Um, so. I like Tice. I think that he's going to be good off the bench. He was just on the Celtics two years ago. I I mean, right, I that, liked that, him I when he was – I was just
0: was, thinking that. He was just recently a Celtic, so you got rid of him. Yeah. And now you see something right. in him that's going to make the team better. Because if you look – I think – up all the money, you got rid of more – You know what I mean? You basically got rid of three players that were worth the same amount as Daniel Theus. So was Dennis Schroeder Ennis freedom and Bruno Fernando really worth Daniel Theus in your opinion, or do you think you could have gotten something maybe better for like those three options?
1: I think it was worth it because of the fact that we got Derek white from the Spurs in the other trade. Right. Um, I really like how, I mean, I guess he's technically a point like a, combo guard but he'll push a lot of point for us uh and he's like the type of guard that we needed because yeah he scores but he he moves the ball well and he plays defense so if he can get his assists up and just start diamond to jalen and jason like i think he'll fit very well i i love marcus mars so much but i don't he's not a point guard in my eyes like i don't really go by size when i look at like positions and stuff no especially
0: not in today's like you can't anymore Right.
1: Um, Derek, no, I, I agree. I don't very like he, Derek, is solid, and like that's just something that we need right now.
0: No, for sure. So and I, 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 I also like, agree with that. Smart's not necessarily I like what really we did, smart.
1: yeah. No, yeah. yeah, you guys definitely
0: yeah. did good. I mean, it's just I feel like for everything you guys gave up as the Celtics, I feel like you definitely either. I don't know. I don't know what you guys could have gotten (laughs) at this point in time, but like at the same time, maybe more because you guys said you like you mentioned the Derek White trade, Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, and a next year first round pick one through four protected. So if they get if if they get the fifth pick in the first round, you guys lose that pick.
1: Yeah, I um, and then on top of that, that and it's freedom.
0: And his freedom, Dennis Schroeder, and Bruno Fernando to walk away with Daniel Theus and Derek White.
1: Yeah, I the the, the pick kind of got me because I know Richardson. I don't know. It it's tough with the pick. Like picks are tough because you don't know what they're going to turn into. You know. So right, no, I don't know. I, I think we have a big move coming in the summer though. I, whether it's like Marcus Smart out or. I, Jalen and Jason are both going to stay, but I think we're going to either try to sign somebody big or um, trade for somebody because just, I don't know, the the two trades, I liked them and I really like Derek White, but it just feels like we need, like, we deserve something else. And I think maybe we're prepping for the offseason, but that's just my idea. I I think Derek White is going to help us, but he's obviously not going to be like, move us from, like, the middle of the pack where we are to like a title contender, like, Right. He might win us one more game in the playoffs, but I think we have a big move coming to the off season. We just uh, Brad Stevens is our like GM now. So I think he'll try to make some make some big moves this off season. I don't really have like too much to say about the like, Celtics just because like they weren't huge trades, but they're the kind of trades where you just have to see like how they play out over mm-hmm. the next couple weeks.
0: Right. No, like I said, no like we said, no huge trades, but also just interesting to see you guys give up like that much for almost like so kinda little. Yeah. And, like, I am interested to see where you guys go. Hopefully, you're right. I'm expecting maybe big things, maybe shine like that, not star, but that middle-of-the-pack shooting guard or point guard that you guys need to really just bring your guys up there. I'm excited for the Celtics. I can't wait to see what they do. Jumping right into it. We're going to jump right out of the trades, and we're going to take into number three, and we're going to start talking about the Warriors. I've been excited. I've been seeing them around. Everybody's – so – Eight, eight. What is it? I'm, I'm a little late now when I wrote this, but it was an eight-game winning streak. And then did they have they lost since? Are they still on that winning streak?
1: Yeah. I think actually the night that you prepared this, when you texted me, they that lost. Friday, they lost that. But still, yeah. so
0: clay, so clay comes back regardless. Clay comes back, eight-game winning streak.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: So I mean, what what does that say? Can, can are we? Can we? Do you think we can expect to see, you know, the dangerous Warriors again? Can we perceive them as a threat? Or do we think they're still going to sit there in the middle? Do we not think? Are we still expecting, like, Lakers, Nets? You know what I mean? Or do we
1: think Dude, they're going to come
0: back to be I, number one?
1: I love this. Like, I love this Warriors team. And I hate to say it because I – the past, like, eight years, I've disliked the Warriors so much because they've been so dominant. But, like, right. this feels just different can't not like them right now like Wiggins is playing great shout out to him all-star starter which whether he deserved Dude, it or first not first time like, all-star starter that's a huge shout all-star. out Andrew Wiggins proud that's great yeah and like I, I honestly I know people would say this just because like you're looking at the standings but it, I think it's them and the Suns are right now in the West I do think the Grizzlies are very 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 good but I think they're mm-hmm. one or two years away from like legitimately contending for a title like they could make it to like the conference semis or something. But I just think they need that one more like year together to be like title contenders and the Warriors have been there. Like they could I think they can honestly win it this year. They have the pieces like Draymond's playing just as good as he really ever has. Steph is being Steph. Clay's coming back into his own and he can still like get better. Um, Andrew of Wiggins, course. like I just said, the starter like I don't I really like their team right now and like the Lakers. They were the like odd favorites in the West to come out of the West, and they're looking at the play-in right now. So I don't know. I really like the Warriors, and uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. They'll finish top three in the West for sure, and uh, I don't know. I think in the West, I I think they have the best chance of winning it. To be honest, I'm looking at it right now. I, right,
0: let's look I at think it real quick. they really. Um, let's go to the Western, Western Conference, right? Number two, that's where we got him sitting. Number two. F- what four games? Four games back. Yeah, four and a half games and back. And yeah.
1: I think the Sun the Suns will end up. I think the Suns will hold first the first seed, but you know, when you get to playoffs, it's right. everything changes. I'm, like, I'm interested
0: gotta... to see, right? So I'm like that you brought that up. I'm interested to see where that holds. Like, is that going to hold four and a half games behind? Oops. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, are we going to see the Warriors or maybe even the Grizzlies? Are we going to see them slowly creep up and only become like maybe one, two games behind? Like, do you think right. do you think the Suns are gonna like burn off maybe some of this energy? Maybe this, you know, that winch that win streak nine nine to one right now. I mean, uh, do you think we're gonna see that change, or do you think they're gonna keep riding this hot streak and just hold it?
1: I like their hot streak, but like as we've seen in the past two or three years, like even the Jazz, Jazz will finish top of the league and then just burn out in the playoffs because the playoffs is just such different in basketball. Like it's so much more strategy they're not just going out there every night and just playing like basketball because they have like a million games to play in the season. Like they, they go hard every night in the playoffs. Um, so I don't know. I think the Suns will probably finish number one. They might drop a little bit here and there, but I think at the end of the year, it'll, it'll probably be the Suns at number one. I, I don't know if the Grizzlies can last at three the whole year. Like they're going crazy right now. Um I think they'll definitely be top five, but I think the Suns are at one seed. But I don't really think that matters for the Warriors. Like the Warriors in the playoffs when they're all healthy is just different. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that matters for the Warriors right now. But I think the Sun. The Suns are a really good regular season team and obviously postseason team after last year too. But
0: right. Um. Oh, so all right, We're going into the last take here, real quick before we end it, I want to talk about the Mavs real quick. Chris S. Porzingis. Right. So, obviously, everybody's thinking to themselves, why? Why trade Chris S. Porzingis? I get it. You know, has he been the healthiest player? No. Are you paying him a good chunk of change to basically sit on the bench? Yeah. But, like, why – Why were – for Dinwiddie – or oh, like obviously he hasn't been the greatest player for the Wizards. Like, I don't think he was the greatest pickup. I don't I don't agree with the players that he picked up or even just trading Chris Stass Porzingis in general. I think you should have just kept him and just let let that ride out. I mean, yeah, he's had his ups and downs, but every time he is healthy and on the court, I feel like he's producing a pretty good substantial amount of numbers. Um, but no, I want to get your take on that. What do you think? Trade the trade of Porzingis. Do you think they got a good deal out of it? Do you think I mean Obviously, everybody's going to say the Wizards won the trade. You got Porzingis. So, what do you think?
1: I texted you right when I saw it, and I was like, what are the Mavs doing? Like, like, the beginning of this year, Porzingis was actually playing some of those basketball he's played in a while. And I don't know if that's just because he wasn't injured or because he was, like, had confidence or I don't know what it was, but... Yeah, he had a big contract. I just pulled up as he was every uh, big thing when he was in New York was that he would get a rebound and he's seven feet, I don't even know, seven, two, seven, three. And he wouldn't get, he was averaging like four or five rebounds or something like that in New York. So even eight rebounds this year was like kind of a big step up for him on the Mavs, especially because he was running a little like a stretch four sometimes, not even mm-hmm. really five um and Dinwiddie I know you know I, I really like me but I don't think he fits well with the maps somebody that I really like is Jalen Brunson who is their I don't know I guess I guess point guard or point guard off the bench because I don't really know what to consider Luca but like Jalen Brunson's a really really reliable player who's actually coming to his own this year so I don't I don't know because if you want to start Brunson and obviously you start Donsich it would go like Brunson, Dinwiddie, Doncic, and then it's just, like, weird on defense and just weird, right. like, coming off the ball. Like, Dinwiddie's a good player, but I just don't like his fit with the Mavs. I do like Porzingis' fit with the Wizards, though, oh, but I, I think love the that. Mavs are just great.
0: Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of his fit, did you see the uh, – I don't know if you saw the video on Instagram. It was his first bucket. Yeah. The first bucket with yeah. the Wizard, He drains it from the stands. I loved seeing that. I'm glad that he. He's
1: used to sitting over there though, because he always he's always injured. So.
0: <laughs> no, I'm glad to see him. I'm glad to see him enjoying himself though. I'm glad. Like a lot of trades, like from big stars and stuff like that, they usually kind of go a little bit negative. Um, if you look at like DeMar DeRozan, for example, like he got traded, and he like he didn't want to leave, but he got traded. Um. Yeah. Isaiah Celtics Isaiah Thomas. You know, I mean, nobody wanted that to happen. He was goaded when he was on the Celtics, but he got traded. It it happens. Right. And I'm excited that he took right. it at least from what I can see pretty well, he's, you know, he's back smiling, he's looking good. Um, and about, and you're right. When you pulled up um, Doncic, right. That's what I also don't understand about the Dinwiddie trade is if you're going to end up signing somebody like Doncic anyway, why, or Dragic, I mean, sorry, not Donsic, Dragic. Um, signing somebody yeah, like him yeah. to then get Dinwiddie anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I feel you should have picked yeah. one or the other if you knew you were already going to trade to get Dinwiddie, you should have just not made that sign in the first place. Um, Right. I don't know, but that's the whole point of the podcast, right? That's our takes on it. Um, Let us know, guys. Winners of the trade, Nets, Sixers, who won that trade? Uh, C.J. McCollum versus the Blazers, you know, Pelicans versus Blazers, C.J. McCollum, who won that trade? And Wizards versus the Mavericks. I want to know all of it. I want to know your guys' take on who won that. We are going to end up ending the podcast here today. It has been a blast. Caleb, I want to thank you so much, man. It has been great having you. Next time we do this, I don't know what we're going to talk about. We'll figure it out, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, thank you for having me, bro. of Of course, man, of course. Go follow me on Instagram, guys. Hot Takes Podcast 33. I'm going to do all the polls that we just talked about. I want your guys' vote. I want to know who won everything, what you guys are talking about. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. Done.